Welcome back to another episode of Warp, the unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we do unasked for audio commentaries of Star Trek episodes. Uh, my name is Sean. My name is Matt. I'm Jake. And I'm Philippe. <laughs> I'm Aaron. And Aaron is back Aaron. again with us. Uh, welcome back. We Thank are you. watching, um, I think on Netflix, season one, episode 22. Yes. The Return of the Archons. This is such a good episode. So, <laughs> all right, Aaron has already given her Al- seal of approval. A fan. So, Aaron, I'm watching before we even look it up on IMDb, as we often Ooh. do. What Ooh. do you guess? The what would your. Res- I think this is probably a popular episode. All right. Because it's sort of. Got the Western sci-fi thing going, and the when the clock strikes and all that good stuff, it's pretty fun. Um, I'm going to say it's an 8.3. 8.3, all right. Oh well, we'll God, find out how close Aaron is. That's high. But anyways, I've got 50 minutes and 31 seconds on the clock, and I'll be... Pre- so grab a drink, and I'm going to be pressing play in 3, 2, 1... Play. Here we go. It's starting. Now it's All right. So one of the few episodes that starts without a shot of the Enterprise, right. but you see Sulu running through the streets with a tricorder hat <laughs> and clearly looking like Paul Revere. So already this episode starts you in yeah. such a crazy place that you're like, okay, this has got to be a good episode. Maybe an eight point three. I like it when they start things right in the middle and you don't tell you what's going on at first. Yeah. Well, that is one of in the... Medius res, that's yeah. called. That is one of the, the joys of the sort of non-serial uh, TV shows. Like, with the serial shows, it's hard to do that anymore because they're always just backing up the last episode. Right. Yeah, it's hard to have a different kind of format episode. You almost really have to do it in the middle of an episode these days. I like how they've been in that doorway for about 90 seconds. Yeah, he didn't away make, from that I slow mean, like, moving guy. <laughs> he just stood there and watched it happen. Yeah. Watched it happen. It was like Mike Myers style. Like, put up a fight to Sulu. Uh, I already love this episode. I think you just I, love it because Takei is back. Yes. He's back, but you see, he does a good job showing I'm different somehow. I have this different expression on my face. And they're all like, WTF. Why are you dressed like a pilgrim? Yeah. They're like. But it's his smile, the way he's looking at them, that they're like, this ain't right. <laughs> it's like you're describing what acting is. <laughs> yeah. It's like they changed their expressions. Yeah. They changed their expressions based on the person. things that the other people are doing. He got zapped by that guy and he became a different person and they can tell that he's not. In his right. He changed his face. He did. He changed his face. <laughs> he did a good job changing his face. Oh, man. Look, he's looking out like he's blind. He's like looking at it. Oh, yeah. Find your light. I want to achieve that sometime. <laughs> that looking out, not looking at anything. That's a. Uh, yes, and this is where we first hear of Andrew with an L. Our God. Yes. Landrew. 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 Oh, yeah. Landrew. It's like the French version of Andrew. Uh, Landrew. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where the episode kind of gets weak. It's, a, it's hard to worship a Landrew. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a Toyota brand. The Toyota Landrew. <laughs> I, I really expected this to be some sort of acronym, acronym 
revealed at the end. Like, oh, like a V'ger kind of. Uh, yeah, it's like lifelike, autonomous, right? Nano molecular device. That, oh, I'm getting far. I'm getting far. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Since we've come to the intro, let me give you the specs. This is on IMDb, season one, episode twenty-one, "The Return of the Archons." Original air date February 9th, nineteen sixty-seven. Uh, seeking the answer to a century-old mystery, Kirk and crew encounter a vacantly peaceful society under a 6,000-year autocratic rule that kills all those it can absorb. Yeah, that's pretty and accurate. And it got a 7.3 ah, out of 10. I was off by one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I give it an 8.3. Spoiler alert. Directed by Joseph Pevney and written by Boris Sobelman. Boris. Wait, this gets a lower rating than the last one it we saw? It does. Hmm. Well, I did enjoy the last one, but this one is so wild. Yeah, this one starts out with The Purge. Yeah. I think I think Red hour. it's like that movie, The Purge, right? Well, that's you got it. That's exactly where The Purge got the the people who wrote The Purge is got it? the idea. Is it? I can't imagine it isn't. I mean, look at it. It's exactly what The Purge is. It's yeah, I think this it's is It's a twelve hour period where you basically can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Although, Isn't that the whole premise of the purge? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and then like all the rich people uh, go away. Or although correct it. me if they I'm wrong, they don't address it ever afterwards no. in this sh- episode. As to why they do it? They don't not <laughs> I don't all. think so. Wait, are you talking about this episode or the movie The Purge? No, in this episode. <laughs> oh, I was so I don't think they do, yeah. Yeah, yeah they do it as they call it they call it. I know. It looks <laughs> yeah, like he's That's a the nun. other great part about this show is what Spock wears. Oh, I think he looks Spock. a lot like Angelica Houston in this <laughs> he shot. Does. Yes, he does. <laughs> he looks like her playing uh, Morticia. Yes. <laughs> A little Very Sally Adams Field, family. A little Sally Field in there with the flying nun, just a, just a little bit. Is, of that is, and that and is, he looks like Colonel Sanders. Is that supposed, <laughs> he's supposed to be covering his ears, right? Yeah, yeah. That that's why. Happening? That's why he's doing that. Okay, but. I thought so, but <laughs> Jesus. The, the I read. You know, they call it <laughs> yes. the, the the whole. You said uh, the red hour is yeah. what's about to come up. Yeah, I saw one of the IMDb trivia is that's uh, Ben Stiller's production house. Nice. See, that's uh, why I think it should have a higher rating because it it's seems like it's after an iconic. This yeah, yeah, that's iconic. But the the event it, itself is called the festival. Yeah, festival. They're there for festival. Yeah, but it occurs but, it occurs yeah, at the red hour. The red hour. The red hour is. I love the Red Hour. I like it when they beam down to planets that are just like <laughs> old-timey versions of... Earth. Well, I, we've talked about in the past that this is like what would become in Next Generation a holodeck episode. Yeah. Right. Right. That's... The, these Back in Star Trek, they didn't have holodeck episodes. They had planet episodes. Yeah. Where the 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 planet itself was like some backwards western, and they mm-hmm. used the western set on the old. I think I saw that this was actually filmed at the old uh, Culver City, uh-huh. uh huh, MGM? MGM one. That that's what oh. that this or this one was filmed. Yeah, yeah, you can tell. But watch this. Red hour. It's a red yes. hour, yes. and the people yes. just go Let's nuts. Do the baby yeah. stuff. And that girl, woman, she just starts. Screaming. 
screaming yeah. and ripping he her clothes it up. It's like it's like you think people are kind of getting ready for it in some way. Like I'm no, like, they are one hundred percent just walking around. That must have been so and all much of a fun. It's just fucking chaos. Yeah. It would be Star Trek if if Shatner didn't get randomly get a yeah, little just, something. Yeah, yeah a woman it, just ran up to him. And, Shatner was having the time of his life because this is like his personal life. I think <laughs> you know, it's just like this sort. Uh, yeah, exactly. But it's just like I love the styrofoam the rocks. Whole, the whole yeah. thing, look at those though, rocks. Like, it they just looks out. like Rape City out <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, it's Rape City. I mean, it's just Rape City with people ro- throwing rocks at each other. Yeah, very bouncy rocks. Anything you can't fuck, burn. <laughs> <laughs> is, what the, is what the accurate dialogue would have been for this, but it's a little too too late for that uh, time. And I like these guys. <laughs> They're like this episode is already a lot better than the last one. I know. Well, that's what I, I guess when you compare the two. That's why I thought yeah. the last one was going to be so boring because this episode, this episode there's is, a lot of stuff that yeah, happens. That was a lot of fun watching that. Oh, the festival's the best. Yeah. And you can see what I mean. The people who wrote The Purge, there's no way they didn't cut this, well, use this as their premise. There's uh-huh. no way to verify what you're saying, Sean. I'm sure there never is. Know. <laughs> but I'm too lazy to do that. I love that Kirk's explanation is just like, yeah, we're from the valley. He keeps saying we're from the the valley. valley. Like Burbank? Like, what do you mean? (laughs) Yeah, that's the excuse that they give them. Oh, you must be from the valley. You must be from the valley. Uh, Yeah. It's like, yeah. (laughs) We're in Culver City right now, but I uh, live in the valley. (laughs) (laughs) We can tell. We can tell you're from the valley. (laughs) Stop talking shit about us valley folk. I live near the In and Out on you know <laughs> on Lancashire. No, not that you know, not that In and Out. No. <laughs> the lock. That guy. That guy is like such a Western actor. Yeah, both those guys. I mean, again, like we talked about, look at the look at the the guest actors that they've gotten <laughs> for the show. Average age. I, I like the way he moves his face to convey different emotions. Hey. Aaron. What do you, you think about tell. that? You can tell. You can tell. They should have a name for when people do that. I don't know. Yeah, what would it be? I was just complimenting his acting, okay? Acting. That's what they should call it. That'll never catch on. <laughs> I call it face I call it gymnastic. face making. Yeah, face making. Or face oh, I'm a professional face fire <laughs> Oh, there it is. Landru. I call it imagine action. <laughs> I also love the fact that like they stumble into the one place that they would actually help them. Right. Yeah, they the just whole, the, the, the first world. door they opened was the, the right door. It's the they, one person that's on the rebellion is happy side. to tell them exactly <laughs> well, what's going the hot on. Redhead told him to go there. Well, I know. I mean that one of the chances, she, but then she got into then her. She was like, "Oh boy, city. I'm going to get raped." <laughs> like, you know what this reminds me of? Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Pirates. Pirates. Pirates of the. They're Caribbean. changing that. Like, who just they pirates through a window? Pirates. They're, did they're, you hear that? They're less rapey. They closed it down to get rid of the women auction. No, uh, it's going to be like auction of like. Stolen items. Uh, no. hmm. 
That was, like, that was a me great too, conversation man. starter. Me too. Yeah, that was a great conversation starter for your kids. Like, what's going on? <laughs> That's like how you get into the hard, like, truth of life sometimes. It's like, well. Why are they chasing those women? Well, they haven't chased the women in years. Yeah, yeah but they, they changed would... that one. But the pride auction, buy a wench for your bride, yeah. has been there, still there. Oh, yeah, you're right. They made it so that the women were chasing the men. They flipped it right. Right, yeah. exactly. Because well, not only did they have the men chasing the women, they also had the sexist joke of having the big fat, the big woman, fat woman chasing the man. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, it was it was every level of like, sexism. Yeah. Like, let's, make sure we get like, some, let's make sure we get some body shaming in here while, like while we're doing everything else. Professional level <laughs> misogyny like, that they went. And then at the other, after 12 hours... Everybody just everybody freezes. Guns. I mean, yeah. if you were like in mid rape, like, how would that be? You just stop, man. <laughs> you just, <laughs> just stop, man. Pull well, out. Here's the thing, put too. Your back on. It's Rape City, but it's all out in the street. Yeah, it was Rape City for the '60s. There was not a whole lot of raping. It was mostly just mild sexual assault. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's call it what it is: mild but, sexual. Yeah, and clearly, like, but they could have gotten a room. Just and saying, you they decided say, to do it in the street. And I wouldn't even call it. Sexual assault because clearly the women were willing. They right. were all smiling that's, that's, and laughing. No, they were they were active. They seemed more like the assaulters. Actually, the women were like jumping on the dudes. I thought. I thought the direction went more on the female to male side. Well, there were some men carrying women around. Okay, over there. I just shoulders. saw. I think because they started with her losing her mind. But it was clear the women were willing participants. There was no. <laughs> yeah, Sean, no... you've said two things that have struck me. He's like, yeah, those were clearly willing participants, and that's not how you rape somebody. <laughs> those are the two notes I got about it. So you're. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, oh, well. Boxy cat, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. What a great time! Now's a good time to talk about our new sponsor, <laughs> Boxy Cat. You're gonna get me fired before my first day. <laughs> we just established one of our hosts. This just in: our sponsor has stopped sponsoring us. <laughs> hey, <laughs> they have left. We'd us. like to say very clearly that they Boxy never agreed cat to sponsor us in the first place. This broad, does not endorse this podcast in any way. We just firmly endorse them. Yeah. <laughs> They've asked us repeatedly to stop. <laughs> <coughs> Boxy cat. <laughs> Look for their non-display. <laughs> their their stop and desist order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> it's the fourth of okay. July. The fourth of July, July sparkle rod yeah. is pretty great. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, those are illegal in Southern California, so they they had to cross state lines to get that. Well. I'm still not a hundred percent sure I understand what happens in this episode. No, I don't understand either. I, I'm slowly. I mean, they clear, even if you take away festival, which they clearly don't explain why nope. they do that. I don't think. We, Other no. than maybe that Landry's trying to thin the herd. Are they assuming that people die during I think festival? They, I think they were just hearkening to like the fact that there was a lot of cult activity in the sixties and so this is like just sort of the typical kind of like Well, I understand what they might have been going for thematically. I'm yeah. not gonna within this framework where the show itself. Oh yeah, I don't know. Why does this civilization have festival? 
Yeah. Do they ever explain that? Yeah, it, it, yeah, we're left guessing because it's like, is, <laughs> is the is the control from Landru not perfect? And or? I and I understand that in the end you find out that the real pro that it's a computer. Yeah, yeah. But Wait, even what? then, but, it, but that's it, what Landru. Spoiler is? alert! Oh, I was just gonna ask, do we get to meet Landru? <laughs> yeah, we do. And it's it, one it, of their computers, the one of their word processors. <laughs> it's a very See, that's why that last guy, Cogley, only reads books. Right. Mm. He understands what computers, computers are cause capable. a lot of problems in Star Trek. Yes. And this is a six thousand year old computer too. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like an Apple IIe. <laughs> Wait, six thousand years old? <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's a while ago. That's a while ago, yeah. yeah. It wasn't built by humans. I had a Commodore 64 when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, but that was only 3,000 years ago. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's why I'm just, not, that's the, the time only, The computer that I used from till I was like in high school was an Apple IIe. Yeah. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I ever used. That's what I had. Oregon Trail and the orange yeah. font. Mm-hmm. Logo. So you were quite adept at basic? Like, <laughs> no, like, I was really good at logo. Yeah. I could draw some shit with logo. Oh, okay. You're like Sean Austin in uh, Stranger Things. Oh, I don't watch that. It is merely a hollow tube, Captain. Well, how did they make those sparkles come out of it? And like they treat these people like they're somehow part of the computer. Are they part of the computer? Did the computer create these sort of robot automatons? Or are they people from the village that the computer has somehow taken over mentally? You know, I had these are all excellent questions. (laughs) I hadn't even thought to ask that. They don't answer any of it. No, it makes no sense. That's why I'm saying I still don't quite understand what the hell's going on here. How often does festival happen? No, do they ever explain that? I don't remember. Nope. It's clearly not a nightly thing. No, No. it's like a and people. And the thing is, is that the clear premise of it is that people come from other places. To festival. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because when they walk in, they're like, oh, Are strangers, you you're here for festival. You so yeah. clearly festival. it's like a tourist attraction. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we have a planet where for 12 hours you can kill and rape whoever you want, and nobody cares. <laughs> What are they even doing there? Yeah. Did they just stumble across this planet? Why are they there in the first they place? They were studying it. You know, they were just studying the planet. So it's just random that they, were... they happen to show up just in time for festival. Well, no, well, yeah. because Sulu... That's because TV writers insisted that... Well, right. But Sulu was there. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. when they decided to come down. They were, yeah. scou- they were scouting it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, styrofoam rocks. Watch out for the styrofoam. It's the most advanced form of foam. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, right about that. <laughs> and the people that attack, they don't attack stealthily. Yeah. No. Oh, I love this part because this shows a perfect example of Star Trek, like non stunt work, <laughs> like regular, like background actors. Okay, watch them fall. Yes. Just gently. Gen- gen- <laughs> easy, easy. So I would too. Don't easy. get hurt. Easy. <laughs> like, you're not a stun actor. Well, it yeah. kind of goes yep. along Lord with the way they're walking. We don't have insurance for you. We don't have the insurance Okay, watch this guy in front. Watch this guy in front. They're uh, very uh, deliberate. Uh, <laughs> like, he puts his hand down. Yeah. And did a little twist on his way down. Well, they're not dead. They're just knocked out. They got a little bit of, uh, you know. <laughs> so delicate. <laughs> so delicate. <laughs> These are all like. 
They're all ballet trained for falling. <laughs> Let's take this one for raping. That's their guy. That's their man. Uh, That's the one Sulu that left behind. That guy's log is too big. That's <laughs> too big for one hand. But this is sort of like a zombie episode because they get chased by the zombies. As yeah, this as is a little guys. Walking Dead sort of. <laughs> Here we are in a giant chamber. I want to go there. This set <laughs> with torches lit. Wow! This is this is the Squire of Gothos's <laughs> set that's been repurposed. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's those fake stone walls again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the Squire of Gothos. You're right, Sean. There is a lot happening in this episode. Oh, yeah. It's plot and, heavy. And none of it makes any sense. Because then he brings out this thing. What? It's like oh, it's... Pulp yeah. Fiction. The the whole thing is like they, they're they supposed to be this sort of primitive. Yeah, they shouldn't have that technology. They've got technology that like. Right. So the, the, the rebe- rebels have like secret forms of technology and the other guys are like. No, I think they all have it. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly don't know. No. There's really so much plot going on in this episode that they don't have time to explain any of it. That's good. That's there, probably the, that was probably the smart move on that one. There, there's something about the human species where no matter where what planet we're seated on, we will evolve our fashion to the point of the gray wool suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such things are inevitable. <laughs> it's inevitable. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's there's several societies they in- encounter yeah. where the, the gray, necktie where is the, a universal where the gray garment. Wolf suit with the necktie <laughs> is always a phase of of, of hu- humanoid development. Okay, so now now the now we're getting our first Landrew appearance soon. Oh, is he going to show? Or as the French say, Le Andrew. <laughs> They haven't said that for a long time. <laughs> Old French. 5,000 years ago. Yeah. When they were making their computers. <laughs> Shatner. <laughs> He's looking over uh, his shoulder. Smolder. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this episode's going on too long. I'm going to explain to people what cryptocurrencies are now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Explain it in a way that an English major would understand. All right. So the whole idea of cryptocurrency is decentralization. So that's like the primary thing, right? So a decentralized currency. So take Bitcoin, for example. We want to have uh, Bitcoin is a decentralized a framework for having this currency where they give you tokens. Now, the, what decentralized means it's on a bunch of different computers, right? Not on one server, like in a sort of typical setup where everything in the world that we go to online is on some Amazon S3 server somewhere, right? In a big room somewhere. And that's you connect to that server. That server has all the information. But theoretically, the problem with that model is it's vulnerable to attack, right? You could because right, all you have to do is hack that one terminal, right? And you have all the information stored on it. So, what cryptocurrencies and really the most important thing about cryptocurrencies is it, it runs on something called the blockchain, which is uh, is essentially a data structure where every time something is added to it. It updates the entire data structure across all the different nodes. So every transaction on it is immutable and share, like 
uh, is spread across a bunch of different nodes. So there's no way, essentially, to falsify. There's no false way, way to falsify or you know hack it. So essentially, it's a d uh, a hacking hack proof data storage device. And there's something called a letter ledger for most of these cryptocurrencies that store all the data. So essentially, you have a system where there's no way anybody could potentially steal it or manipulate it. You can you can't hack it. You have a private address where you have all the stuff, and that's essentially what – that's sort of the, the backbone of it. Now, how do you get people to participate and lend their power to the nodes? How do you get people to, like, give their, like – you know, you have to have computers. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. I think Landrew just said Oh, up. Jesus. Wait. Is that a <laughs> – Is that a word <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I never made anything that cool in Logo. <laughs> What? He's wearing a cape. That's how the word process on the wrong side sees right? itself yeah. in the front. In the I also love Star Trek. Like constantly um, debunks religion. <laughs> yeah, right. Kirk, like Kirk every is, time they always in, going around uh, exposing charlatans. Anytime they encounter any kind of faith based <laughs> yeah. uh, society, it's always science. Yeah, it always it's, turns out to be some kind of corrupt nonsense. Well, he had that skeptical look in his eyes and immediately started that sort of walk around like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Not a skeptical walk. <laughs> I'm skeptically your Landrew. <laughs> yeah, you can tell he's like, I don't believe this thing. <laughs> yeah, because that one eye gets kind of small. Yep. Yeah. His one small eye gets small. He gets that Kirk smirk. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying on your Learning Annex dissertation of cryptocurrency... What's that? You were saying on your learning annex dissertation. So I have a question about that. Yeah. Well, anyway, this is last, let me last. My last point is the reason that the tokens exist is they reward people for participation into the process for the verification. So, like, I make I make a transaction. That transaction has to be verified. That requires a lot of like nodes to do the verification. So, I, if I give you some bitcoins, the participation for them is they get to get a piece of a token or a coin. So it's the tokens incentivize people to part be part of the decentralized Ooh, node process. About that part. Yeah. So, so by being part of it, you get more money. Yeah. So you get more, you get a token. If you're if you theoretically are a Bitcoin miner, that's what the Bitcoin miners are doing. They're verifying transactions and updating the ledger, but they also get Bitcoins for doing it. Gotcha. So you know Bitcoin is just how like, how what is the number of like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Kirk, Kirk was just doing some real good shacting. He, sh- he showed that fake fall, how to fake fall. Yeah. Right? I was like, you do your hand to your head, and you roll over, and you. So who runs it? Like, who's in charge of it? There's no. That's a, that's the advantage of having like the system. Is like you create this like initial block, and then there's a spider web. Yeah, it's like, exactly right. There are some like there's some initial like distributions of coins that are created in at the beginning. And distributed by for money, like for now. But other people, you can mine them and stuff like that. They have like these hashing algorithms that sort of. There's so many points of of contact. Yeah. That it's impossible for there to be one centralized hacking. Yeah, there's no centralized. And some of them use like there's like a billion of different kinds now, but like most of them use a similar structure where there's some of them are trying to make up make it faster because right now the problem with Bitcoin is that it's slow because the ledger is so large. It's several gigabytes of data. So every time you do another transaction, are that, there, are there enough reputable, um, 
buyers dealers take it yeah i mean you can you can use it functionally it's it's right now it's more like it's growing but right now like bitcoin which is probably the widestly accepted one is like the it's more of a store value like gold right it's not like you can take gold to a shop and use it right now but you could take it to some place and it has a value you could cash out if you needed to more and more, there's places that are taking Bitcoin and Ethereum. But the problem with Bitcoin is it has a scalability issue where it's hard. It wouldn't really – it'd be slow if everybody started using Bitcoin. The, the time it takes to, like, verify those transactions is – you know, it can do, like, 15 transactions a second or something or maybe a little bit more than that. But, like, for a global – like, compared to, like, Visa, which can do, like – 40,000 a right, second, right? Right, right? So as long as like everybody is not like hitting hammering that network, it would it's okay, right? You can it'll take like 15 minutes for you to do a transaction probably right now if you went and did something, which is not terrible if you don't care about like some immediate that's purchase. Not a, that's not a viable. They're they're doing things to split it up, speed it up. They're coming up with different technologies, but some of these new coins coming through are very, much faster. And the other problem with Bitcoin is like the way it does its verification process is there's something called proof of work, which basically means they have to have these computers doing these hashing algorithms. You might have heard of like Bitcoin farms and like where they like have huge computer systems that are just all day long hashing, do, basically doing these complicated math problems to mine more coins. That's that's a huge energy intensive way to do the verification system and so these new coins coming up don't have have found ways around around that system so now they're like they're more eco-friendly essentially because because gotcha. uh it, w- it was like everything was about mining before now the newer the newest coins don't need mining but bitcoin is still king even though right now it's currently crashing uh it'll it'll probably come back up so, but then there's different kinds of coins that do different kinds of things, and uh, I think that's those are the ones that are really interesting to me. Um, and then now there's something called Ethereum, which came up a little bit later, where you can actually have code embedded in the blockchain. So you can put like you can create apps on the blockchain now, where it's like you could create you know a, a, a some kind of like uh, a map to like create con- smart. They call them smart contracts, and that would allow you to like create some kind of conditional like things like Sean, if you do this and you know it, and I will pay you this much money, but like it requ- you can put like logic into the contract that says like, Oh, take this to a different place and I will pay you that money and then it'll happen. Gotcha. Can we talk about Shatner's face again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we sure can. It's bigger this episode. Yes. A little bit. Yep. What was going on in the background after hours that might lend itself? I think he just. Face. I think he just spent. Sometimes he just spent too much time at the craft services table. Was he? A, was he a drinker or is any? What's? What yeah. What's his story? What's? What's the scuttlebutt? Well, I think you also got to realize that we have no clue in which these episodes were filmed. Oh, right. It God. might have been filmed in an order where they just he just gradually got fatter. Yes, I think that's exactly. But we're what seeing happened. them so out of order, we have no idea. Wow. I think that's exactly correct. But what do we know about Shatner? Like, what are his vices? Was he like food? Fi- food. <laughs> well, look at him. Clearly, it's food. He's a food guy. He he hosted the Iron Chef in America. <laughs> so if I'm just a so if I'm just a random guy, yeah. and I want to buy into Bitcoin, yes, 
there are websites, broker brokerage websites, where I could go and put pay a hundred real U.S. dollars and get some fragment of a Bitcoin or right. however much the value of yep. a Bitcoin. The is. easiest way in the United States is through a system uh, website called Coinbase uh, that will actually let you take fiat dollars and turn them into Bitcoins. And now is a really good time to buy Bitcoin because it's really down, and I think it's going to probably go back up. So it's you get you'd be getting it at a pretty de- recent deal. It's like it's close to like eight thousand or eighty six hundred right now, which is hasn't been that low in a while. Uh, yeah, that's the but main. You could buy less than. You can buy fractional amounts, so don't get into like you have to buy a Bitcoin. You can just pay a hundred dollars and get like point zero some fragment of Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin. yeah exactly. So, but you can still, but essentially, right now, the concept of Bitcoin is to invest in it till it goes up high enough. Can we acknowledge what's happening? Yeah, I was just, I was just thinking, I was just thinking that same thing because it got kooky again. I like there. his hand restraints. Oh, did he? Get They're angular. Kirk is currently in a James Bond like. Yeah. Yeah, he's in a death yeah. trap. So fetishy. Hmm. <laughs> but what is what is the div- what is this so room he's, that he's in? They're gonna do what they did to Sulu and yeah. But they why you don't you don't need a big huge <laughs> no, fucking, you don't you don't need a big fucking room to do that. All you need is one of those tubes because yeah. they zapped Sulu right there on the That's street. True. Yeah. Why do they have to strap Kirk onto a wall and have a guy in a chamber? That doesn't make sense because he's Kirk. <laughs> he wrote this scene himself. <laughs> well, and the guy in the chamber is the other revolutionary. Oh. So Don't you, you think to... it would be inconvenient to wear those outfits? You cannot see. Look how they're sh- shrouded like that. Well, that's why I'm trying to figure out if they're supposed to be robots. I think they're supposed guy. to be robots. Because you can never it really see their face. Because like a... the tubes don't do anything. So that means it's coming from the from them. It's coming. It's the ro- They're robots. Telepathic robot. <laughs> so is he just faking? Yes. Look at the shacting. Look at him. Uh, Aaron, what do you think of what's going on here? Look at his. I think Takei did a more nuanced job. Uh huh. And then we should acknowledge that and quit making fun of me. (laughs) (laughs) Kirk's just well, Aaron. You just did something with your face there that was I don't know what to describe (laughs) it. Appreciating the craft. It was like the opposite of what happened to them. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got the the sticks he's locked in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first bukkake. He doesn't seem that concerned. Uh, his legs seem really free, and I don't know. It would be illogical to show concern. Oh, they gave you a little. They gave you a, uh, a sort of um, trick. They didn't tell you that Kirk wasn't. Yeah. Oh. Was yeah. He didn't give you a wink. He didn't wink at the camera. No, Kirk. Kirk left, making you think that he had been changed. Oh, this guy is the previously unseen third, third. co-conspirator. Yes, Mar- got it. My plan. And he didn't change Kirk. Right. But Kirk acted like he did. Right. So now you're finding out that. Hey, Aaron, are you sure you don't want to name that cat Marplon? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is his name Marplon? <laughs> yeah, his name is Marplon. Well, there is this white and black one that's been coming around. Uh, <laughs> this, yeah. The menagerie of cats that you guys are going to take care uh, of. 
that have Star Something, Trek. We'll all have yes. your Star Trek names. Something's changed in the local ecosystem. We have a lot of visitors lately. There I must have been. I wonder if maybe somebody who was taking care of them. I have. Hey. A- Hey, I've got something to say about cats. I have a theory about the change (laughs) of the local (laughs) ecosystem, which involves us feeding all the cats outside. That's been going on for a while. So something on top of that has changed. (laughs) My theory is there's more food available behind my house for cats than there is anywhere in the state area, in the local area. Again, that's been going on for some time. I've been feeding Dora outside for years. Mm -hmm. This is additional to the normal traffic. So I'm going to (laughs) need photographs of all these different cats for the production website. Okay. Well, we've officially taken on one of them. Bosley. Yeah, but he really did. Why did he really zap? He zapped McCoy for real. Why did he zap McCoy for he real? He wasn't there before. Oh. He transferred out. Gotcha. He, had, he just transferred in when Kurt came up. So the person before that zapped McCoy was a real. Gotcha. Real McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you take pictures of the cats, and when we Photoshop no them problem. into a logo, oh for yeah, warped. All right. Each one of us will be represented by a cat. Yeah, yes. that's easy. I can get that done. In half a day. Awesome. Try to find them in good like Star Trekky and poses. Okay. When you take the picture. I hope you spend your first day of the job in, in doing this. Yeah. Instead of your job. I would like this podcast. to to evolve into a Star Trek slash cat theme. Um, consider it done. Done. <laughs> done. Well, all we need to do is invite Aaron more. <laughs> I think you should come to every episode mm-hmm. from now on. Yeah, what did you say to me last night? I don't know how much longer I can pretend to be interested. <laughs> In the cat. <laughs> well, we had a bit of a breakthrough last night. <laughs> In that our third cat... Came into the house and hung out with us in a new and meaningful way. <laughs> it's a different definition of breakthrough. Uh, <laughs> Wait, how I did it excited. come into the house? Did you just have the door open? Yeah, but Bosley, gen- I mean, he comes in, but he's our new cat. I took him on officially in January. <laughs> I've taken him to the vet, so I count that as like he's my cat he's, now. He's met Landrew. <laughs> <laughs> So Cogley is a new one. Cogley is in addition to that, yes. Who looks identical <laughs> to our other cat. He looks like the evil brother of our cat. Like he's come back, he's gone out, maybe broken some some laws and come back and is trying to make it right in his hometown. But the look in his eye, you don't trust. It's a a redemption story. It is. But you can tell by the look in his eye that it's, he's he's going to disappoint. He's Mm. going, it's not going to work out. Yeah. It's like the brother in, um, Oh, now I can't think of it. (laughs) You can't let go of your past. The Netflix show (laughs) in Florida. Oh my Cougar Bloodline. Ta- it's like Bloodline. <laughs> Cougar Town? <laughs> yeah. It's like Cougar Town and Bloodline for various reasons. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, it's like Claws. It's like Claws. Claws. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, Kirk Karate Chopped that guy. 
and, and Spock even... punched somebody. He didn't just use the nerve pinch. Mm-mm. Yeah, he do- yeah, Kirk double <laughs> double karate chops. So they don't. Him. They really don't look like robots, though. Are we, no, are we sure they're robots? robots? Usually can't just be karate chops. <laughs> so I, I don't understand. Yeah, there's like a whole system here at work that could be explained, but. <laughs> They don't. Like, the lawgivers are people who had a propensity for being followers in the first place. And they make great, whatever, <laughs> administrators of Landry's power. I like that they're leaving it unexplained. Yeah. I don't I'm, need a ton of exposition. I mean, just, it's not going to be satisfying anyway. Right, right. No explanation will help. Yeah. So why bother? Well, yeah. well, no explanation will be better than the one that you would come up with <laughs> yeah. anyway, Matt. Which they realized. I love how them. these how cowardly these two guys are. Kirk has oh, to they, call them out. They bow down almost <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Oh, you're the new Landry? Okay. But you know what? <laughs> but you know what? Marplan remains steadfast, <laughs> relatively speaking. He, he's the brave. He's the bravest of I the I want Kirk to call them like cucks and tell them that they're <laughs> they're beta men. <laughs> beta men. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's almost like a mariachi outfit with, with the parts mm-hmm. covered there. <laughs> Just give me a little taste. Marplan. These guys are supposed to be like counter revolutionaries, right? Yeah, they, and they're they just give like up the ghost almost immediately. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> they're like, not very good. At, at... If you've been revolutionaries in this society, this isn't the first time you've ever come up against Landru. What kind of revolutionaries yeah, are these you are doing? Not very good. What revolutionaries. are you doing to fight Landru? If the first second you have to confront him, you cower in disgrace. Yeah, and that's why Landru has had an uneventful six thousand years of rule. <laughs> this is the competition. This is about the best. I think Landru was a rel- like. No, I don't want to be in charge. Oh, okay, oh, apparently I am. Somebody in charge. has to do like, it. These people will not take any responsibility. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't. I didn't even say there should be. Fa- <laughs> I mean, have you been to festival? <laughs> festival. Festival was not my idea, guys. I just hey want guys, that to be clear. We come up with this plan where we can rape the shit out of each other, and we can blame Landrew. I just want you to know, I Landrew never said that was a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just let I just let them be free twelve hours every once in a while. I, I don't. They'd they read a book or something. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, do what you want. And Netflix and chill, you guys. You don't need to. <laughs> What's with all the raping and rock throwing? You can, I you can go indoors at the very least. That's not my plan. Uh, this is Landry. This is oh Landry. Oh my god. Room. <laughs> Welcome to Landry's room. It's the laundry room. <laughs> oh, we got it now. I mean, these were, yeah, the 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 rebels like it's they, just another room that looks exactly like all the other rooms they've been in. They should know that Landrew is like not what he seems, but they're still going through all the <laughs> all the, oh the still going Why through all the like, like rituals, all the sacred rituals. They the used the like, robes like to get feet. to a door yeah. where. They would have been spotted by Landrew anywhere on there. But when they go into the room where he's oh, actually no. at, they immediately they take him off. Very yeah. first thing, let's get out of these robes. Nobody <laughs> wants to see them in those robes. Yeah. Uh, those robes are the worst. Christopher Walken is angry. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've seen that guy in things before, but I don't know who he is. Yeah, I recognize that face palm. 
<laughs> oh, this guy. That guy, Landrew. Landrew. Uh, yeah, that copper, the copper robe, <laughs> the copper cloak. I thought the Gorn had a better dress. <laughs> yeah. Shut off his, his figure. Okay, yada yada. You must die. We get it. Yeah. Is he is he wearing a muumuu under there? It's, uh, <laughs> Kirk's not going to let that happen. Charles McCauley yeah. played the president in Splash. Oh. Wow. <laughs> that was a le- the president of work. America? There's a, there's a president <laughs> in Splash? Yeah. I don't remember the president of America being uh, in just, Splash. It doesn't say the president what? of America. It just says the president. Okay. Uh, maybe he was just the president wow. of that company that Tom Hanks and John Candy worked for. <laughs> he was on V. I think... The oh. That might be where I remember it's from. Sci-fi. The Munsters. Oh, not just the Munsters. The Munsters' Revenge. The server room. I love whenever they show a computer in Star Trek. It's all just like clicks and beeps and. Hey, here, here you go. They were in. He's in the big red one. The big red. Never one. saw it. Oh. I saw that. Was that like a? It's a war. World war. Yeah, it's about World War One. Yeah. I think. Yeah. He was in an episode of Wonder Woman. <laughs> was he Wonder Woman? Because he has some amazing bone structure. Starsky and Hutch. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. This is where... And he played the computer himself. Kirk. Pull out its plug, Mr. Spock. He's good for that. <laughs> Kirk outwits the computer. He knows how to yank on cords. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. Devices have Andrew's way ahead of them. Uh-huh. He's like, your puny phasers will not work on me. But plugging, unplugging me will, so please don't get closer. <laughs> <laughs> so Landrew was a thing, and then he died. He, mm-hmm. he put his... his uh, this is like... He programmed... Like Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deep cut. <laughs> Deep cut, Isn't Sean. that what Johnny Mnemonic is about? I, yeah, I I've guess. Ne- I've never seen it. <laughs> such authority, though. You said it so confidently. I've never seen it either. <laughs> you don't actually. That's like you just made a thing up and said I, it's a lot like that. Yeah, that's the Keanu Reeves <laughs> film, right? Yeah, we all dug our. None of us, no, none of us have seen that. it, and you all agreed yeah. with me. Yeah, you that... knew nobody would fight you. On that. <laughs> it sounded right. <laughs> I've seen, I, I've seen Johnny Mnemonic, and I know that's not right. And I still agree. <laughs> you still let it go. Yes, you and still were still like, I'm going to go with this. Yep. You're just like, I don't feel like getting into a conversation about Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> it's like, Sean, Sean, when we, we go off the air, we have some things to talk about. We, we're going to get into this later. The only um, reason why I even thought of Johnny Mnemonic was because uh, the How Did This Get Made podcast. Yeah. That's their most recent episode. Uh, okay. Okay. It's Johnny Mnemonic. Okay. Thank you. Otherwise. <laughs> Otherwise, let it die. <laughs> but I thought that movie was about transferring brain. It may very well be. I don't yeah. know. I thought he like he had secret knowledge embedded in his embedded brain, it in like a and then brain. Take it over. Take it to somebody. Else. Brain hard drive basically yeah, brain hard drive. is uh, the slogan of the movie. So sort of the opposite. I have a brain so hard drive. So it's nothing at all <laughs> like Johnny Mnemonic. This episode. <laughs> okay, it's more like short circuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
Oh, what it's like is the Wizard of I Oz. I like how he keeps so, talking in his computer through a hole in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> it's another don't look at the thing behind It's another the don't look they're, behind the curtain They're a fan episode. of that concept on this show. They must like Wizard of Oz. Like Short Circuit. So I guess these are not robots. I must have been wrong about that. <laughs> like Short Circuit. In that it's blatantly racist against South Asians. <laughs> what a, well, what's the actor's name? Yeah. Fisher yeah. Stevens. Racism. Yeah. Fisher Stevens in one of his more racist roles. <laughs> oh, no. And they doubled down on that because then they did the sequel where he was the star. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, you see this bit of racism we you guys <laughs> thought was so funny in the first one? <laughs> We're going to make an entire movie where he's the star. I love that movie. The second Short one? Circuit 2. Short Circuit 2. I enjoyed Short Circuit 2 immensely. <laughs> immensely. He gets like an apartment and he lives in the city and he's trying to put some relationships together with like. And You're talking about Fisher Stevens yes, or the robot? Yes, and the Fisher Stevens <laughs> is trying to have like a job and a life and they give him like, like they said, whenever there's like a non-white lead they give her give him an actress that's not <laughs> I, I love the fact that you're saying fisher stevens in blackface is the <laughs> non-white <laughs> character role what stands out to me about that movie is the the gang yeah. rhyme los locos yeah <laughs> kick, kick your ass or something like it. los he, logos kick your face yeah los locos kick your ass into outer space yeah <laughs> 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 Uh, Shakespearean, absolutely oh, Shakespearean. That's powerful I don't remember stuff. Remember Short Circuit too well enough. <laughs> it was I don't great. remember it at all. I know I've seen it. But I, I, all I remember, I saw it when I was a kid. Was that twenty five years Fisher's, ago? What's his character's name? Uh, I don't know. I do remember when he's trapped in a, in a freezer and uses the tune of "Help Me, Rhonda" played on a a dial tone mm-hmm. to, to signal for help. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. you remember a lot then. Do That's you remember a, that? You remember I remember a lot more about that movie. I don't remember. You guys have real that. strong memories. <laughs> it was a I form- don't even remember what happened at all. I remember going to see it with my mom. I know I've seen when, it. In, when it first came out, but I can't remember a thing about it. He... <laughs> I'm gonna keep talking about it. Yeah, as long as I keep remembering, he 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 like assists bank robbers, right? Right. Yeah. Trying to dig a tunnel. Right. I mean, and number like, five. Does? Yeah, they they abuse his innocence. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't. Re- he thinks he's. Yeah, he thinks he's doing something good yeah. and yeah. they're tricking him. Right. He tries to that's go the, off and that's be the premise of Chappie. Right? And then, yeah. 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 Oh, is that the premise? Of, is that what that movie's about? <laughs> I don't know, but I saw this thing online. <laughs> no, <laughs> Matt. What you do here is you say <laughs> yeah, yes. you confidently tell us exactly what it's about, though you've never seen it. <laughs> that's what he just did. Yeah, I know. He's there is a thing yeah. on YouTube. You guys should look it up. It's like. A little, it's like a little two-minute cartoon uh, of the the sum. It's a it's a short version of Chappie, but all it is is guys in Australia with Australian accents going, "Let's go kill Chappie." <laughs> I, it's really funny. Oh it's man! Like I it's never this s- short little video you should check. I never out. saw Chappie, but there's there's just some like there's some preview I saw of it. Like I saw the trailer, and then I it just it struck me like they were trying to say that um, what's his name who's like the evil robot builder the the main character. Uh, it's the guy who plays Wolverine. Uh, yeah, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jack- Hugh Jackman, right? Who's like the industrialist, and he's like 
at one point, like he's he's like the scientist building this robot and stuff like that. And then he's like, oh, he hears about Chappie and he's going to spy on Chappie. And he's like literally Scooby-Doo style, like in sh- cargo shorts, like behind a building with giant binoculars, like looking at Chappie. Like it just was so <laughs> ridiculous. I was like, this is not going to tell you anything about Chappie. It's just like, <laughs> just like Scooby-Doing them. It's just like, what the hell is this movie? Anyway, I the thing that it. cracks me up is that the more times you say the word chappy, yeah. <laughs> the funnier it is. Maybe that's why I'm mad that they renamed the bar at the Ramada. It used to be called Chappies. I know. Now it's something. But, but wait, we got uh, we got off track. I didn't hear about the rest of Short Circuit too. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've heard enough about Short Circuit too. I don't think we have, my friend. How does it resolve itself? Uh, well. He had run away, yeah. But he had run afoul of the gang members, I believe. And yeah, they, they injured him. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, and, and he leaks hydraulic fluid, and it's sort of a metaphor for him being alive and yeah. being bleeding. Yeah, I mean, it has a, it has a Scooby Doo ending. It's the ultra happy ending. Yeah, where he has a, a new like body casing. And, yeah, which is I guess the best possible result if you're a robot. Yeah. But doesn't he at some point like face the bank robbers and he also like co-opts some of their phrases in hilarious robot ways? That sounds correct. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't remember like plot points. I remember like completely useless details about. <laughs> I know we were talking about. Did anybody? See what happened at no. the end of this episode. Nope, the Archons returned. Any idea how nope. he stopped Landrew? He, nope. he, he conv- yes, he convinces Landrew. He talked to the machine into self-destructing, which is a yeah, classic exactly. Kirk move. Yeah, uh, he out-argued it. Yeah, and it blew itself he, he, up. He convinced. Right. He was the line was like, "He's you, like, you're the you, evil. you're the evil." Yeah, so. And he's like, okay, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happens a lot on this show. Six thousand just... years, I've been like, well, I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's la- it's last words were for real though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Landrew, you are the evil. Uh, <laughs> you, all right, you got me, <laughs> Landrew out. <laughs> Uh, yeah. That was a fun one. Yeah. I, it was wacky, and there was lots of weird stuff uh, I got one question. Was good. Who the fuck are the Archons? <laughs> do, do we know yeah. that? Is that, is that uh, they so, did explain who the Archons were. Yeah, the Archons were. were a group that came to the planet to sort of help them. Yeah. That's why the, the, they, the they, conspirators on the planet thought that Kirk and crew were, the, were the Archons. They the return of the Archons. I've decided the Archons are the dudes in the brown robes. <laughs> no. no, no, you can decide that, but that givers. doesn't make it right. You know what? To keep, things, to keep things even, I'm I'm agreeing with Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the Archons, so foreboding in their robes. Those, those brown robed Archons. They seem hey, like you guys thought they were robots for ninety percent of the episode. I'm still so. not sure. Well, you still don't know what they are. are you, uh, you can't karate chop a robot. All right, all right. So here's the thing: the archons did come, and they were either turned or killed because they failed. Right, right. So as an extra punishment for trying to rescue them, they may have been turned into the law, the lawgivers who never get to have this festival. Uh, It's an extra level of punishment. uh, You just tied it all together. You should write for this show. Way to retcon it. Yeah, Yeah, that was amazing. All right, that was good. I'm done. All right. Anybody got anything else they'd like to say? No, I'm Jake. I'm Sean. I'm Matt. I'm Philippe. And Aaron. Good night.